to Align Your Mind. My name is Chelsea Tanner. I am a flutist and a life and mindset coach for musicians. And today I'm going to be talking about a topic that just like five years ago I had no experience with. I'm not going to say no experience, but like very little (laughs) experience with, and that is self love. And that kind of sounds emo for me to say, like, I didn't have any experience with it, but I really treated myself so terribly and just didn't even give it a second thought. And I know that there's a lot of classical musicians who sort of develop this very critical, mean voice along their journey through music school, trying to get to the next thing in their career. And we really aren't taught a really concrete or different way to do it and I think the problem with the way that we are encouraged to do it would motivate ourselves through criticism and thinking that we're not doing enough right like that I mean it works it works for a limited amount of time I personally hit a wall around when I was 27 And I feel like that's a similar age where a lot of people start to question, hey, wait a second, shouldn't I be feeling more confident by now? Shouldn't I have this stuff down a little bit more? Why am I still questioning myself, right? Why am I always doubting myself? Even though, you know, having done music school for so long, I felt like I should have been more confident by then. I should have felt more in control of what I was doing and... It wasn't until I found coaching that I really discovered that it wasn't what I was doing that would make me feel confident and comfortable. It was how I was thinking about it. And that really makes all the difference. So this is the start of a four, nope, (laughs) this is the start of a three-part series um, all about self-love. And we're going to start from the ground up. So if you feel like self-love is not in the like not in the near future for you you're like I can't even accept myself as a person right now there's no way I could really ever love myself it's just not something you can even see right now that's what we're 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 gonna start so you might be at a place where maybe you accept yourself but like it's really hard to show yourself compassion or um Maybe you're at a place where you still have some of those negative thoughts, but they're getting fewer and fewer, and you know how to handle them, you know how to deal with them, um, which is sort of where we want to be. And then full, like, unconditional love for yourself is the goal. So as that is the goal, we need to start with kind of the most basic concept here which is acceptance. So today we'll talk all about self-acceptance. And I did a whole podcast on this a couple of years ago. And this is something that I think we get mixed up with permission to do nothing, right? So the biggest argument that I hear from people is, well, if I accept myself where I am, then I won't try to advance my career. I won't try to do things. I won't, um, you know, work hard. 
And I want to challenge that because I do that now. I accept where I am. I love where I am. I can love where I am right now, but you bet I still have long-term goals. Absolutely. And I am motivated every day. I just don't feel bad about myself day to day anymore. And that makes a ton of difference. I felt before like I was like carrying around all this baggage like I couldn't sit alone with myself because it was such a mean voice in my head and without that voice constantly berating me I have more time and space for literally anything I want so (laughs) I want to offer that if you accept yourself where you are It is just acknowledging where you are without the follow-up judgment and invalidation of where you are or who you are or thinking that you should be different from who you are or where you are right now. So acceptance isn't letting yourself like waste away, right? It's just saying, oh yeah, this is where I am. I'm allowed to like where I am right now. I'm allowed to not like where I am right now. All of that is not the same as just accepting where you are. When you accept where you are, that means that there's no like, I shouldn't be here. I should be further along in my career. There's none of that, right? So if you're telling yourself a lot of shoulds, like it shouldn't have happened that way. I shouldn't have done this thing or I shouldn't have done that thing. Those are actually going to work against you. And I want to offer something that may be difficult to hear. And I definitely had a hard time hearing it when I've definitely felt before that things should have gone differently in certain circumstances in my life. And they didn't. And I had a coach once who said, you know how I know that shouldn't have happened that way? Because it didn't. And I was like, what? But every time I told myself that it should have happened differently, I was just making myself suffer a little bit more because it was arguing with reality. Accepting reality does not mean that you're like forgiving and forgetting everything you've ever experienced. I can still think that something was unfair and accept where I am, kind of trust myself that I'm going to get to where I want to go regardless of what happened. And that's sort of layering in self-trust as well, but you're much more likely to trust yourself if you know you won't berate yourself if you fail at something or don't do well at something, if you get my drift. So self-acceptance is totally number one. And I am going to give you an exercise to journal about. And I think that it's really important to use not as a guide to how you should live or anything, but just as an awareness tool. In coaching, we have this concept called 
a manual. So if I have a manual for, let's say my mom, if she's listening, love you mom. This is just an example. It's not real, right? So I, as a person, and we all do this, right? We have an idea of how people should act, right? So we think that if that person would just act a certain way, then I could feel better, right? If they could just read this manual really quick and like study how they're supposed to be, then I would be happy and that would be great, (laughs) right? It's sort of this idea that other people acting differently is what controls our own emotions, And we do this with ourselves, right? So if we have this idea that we need to be or act or look a certain way or even feel a certain way, then that's really good to know because our brain is telling us that only when we meet certain conditions will we be able to be acceptable, And it's really good to know what those things are, right? So ask your brain this question. This is a big question. So I would take a a bit of time and space to do this. Like make yourself a cup of tea, get into, you know, like cozy clothing and really just like sit down with this question. But what does your brain tell you you need to do to be, to feel, to how do you need to look in order to be acceptable now this isn't you i want to be clear about that you might not think you need to be a certain way to be acceptable like intellectually or conceptually however our brains have experienced the world and it have logged things subconsciously right so Our brains have seen the world and been told certain things, have had implicit experiences that make us think that we need to do and be certain things in the world to be acceptable. Now, all of that is made up, right? (laughs) Just want to throw that out there, right? It's totally made up. And If you're able to just ask your brain, it's going to be weird. You're going to write down some stuff where you're like, really? Wow. Okay, brain, thanks. But it's intel. It's information. It gives you awareness of how your brain is working. So next time you go to look in the mirror, you know how your brain is going to react so you can prepare yourself. You can say, oh, maybe like... Because my brain has this expectation that I need to be X, Y, and Z size and I'm not that, I know my brain and body might have a reaction and I can prepare myself for it. I can learn tools to help calm my nervous system. Same thing if you have performance anxiety. Same thing if you, there's so many situations. So that's why it's so good to uncover these beliefs because you get a little bit of intel, right? Our brains are not just totally open to us all the time. Sometimes we're even surprised by our own reactions, right? That that's proof that we don't always know what's going on in there. And 
we have some underlying beliefs sometimes that don't serve us. And I think a lot don't serve us when we're thinking we should be this way, we should be further along, blah, 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 right? So ask yourself that question. How does your brain tell you you need to be in order to accept yourself? Make a long list and just really become aware. Do not judge yourself for having these thoughts. We all have them. It's not your fault. It's literally you grew up in culture that told you these things. So just to be aware of them. It's like literally cleaning out your attic, right? It's like dusting the like tallest shelf in your attic at the back. This is what we're doing here. And I think it's so great to do that, but only when you don't judge yourself for it it's not your fault that this is the way you're thinking so um I think that this is really important to spend time doing because you and yourself it's the longest relationship you'll ever have I was I got to witness a coaching Simone Soul, who's a marketing coach and actually my marketing coach and she is incredible and she was coaching someone once and they were having an issue they had like a relationship issue and it was pretty clear eventually that this person was insecure and using someone else's love as validation trying to outsource that and she said the longest relationship you'll ever have is with yourself that's so true so take the time I mean seriously if you don't like any of this stuff and you're like I don't want to love myself like you can totally go back that's totally an option for you but you really there's no downside to trying to get to know your brain better so you can then learn how it works when you learn how it works you can access a little bit of compassion right? If we're just like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't be thinking this. I shouldn't be feeling this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, but when we investigate it, we can see, huh, what makes sense that I'm feeling this way? Because I'm I'm really thinking that I I haven't done enough and that feels terrible and it makes me feel really insecure. And when we get that awareness compassion is much more accessible which is what we'll be talking about next week is self-compassion but if you don't know how your brain is operating it's so hard to not just judge yourself for every little thing it does that you don't want it to so that's where I'm going to stop today I think really Zooming out and saying, I am a human existing in the world. And I have thoughts that I don't choose. We don't choose our 60,000 thoughts a day on purpose. We can choose like a few of them on purpose and practice them. Highly recommend. But when you zoom out and say, I'm a human sitting in a room or in a car or laying on a bed or standing up. Like, that's all we're doing. Everything else is a story. And if we're not aware of how we're telling our own story to ourselves, mm, 
It's hard to go anywhere. It's very easy to feel stuck. Now, I just highly recommend answering that question about, you know, what does your brain tell you you need to be in order to accept yourself? Don't use it as a guide to then do all that stuff because you cannot check enough boxes to love yourself. I want to just say that again. You cannot check enough boxes to love yourself. It's just not possible. You can't just win enough competitions and then you'll love yourself. It doesn't work that way. If it did, every quote-unquote successful person and who even, it's like, (laughs) if that were true, (laughs) I'm cracking myself up now. If that were true, then like, there would be a literal threshold. It's like, oh, if you win like three competitions, then you can love yourself and then you'll feel love. And that's universal truth. If that were true, everyone would be entering flute competitions, but they're not, right? (laughs) But do you know what I mean? Like success is an opinion. Everything is an opinion and nothing will make you love yourself unless you have an accepting, compassionate, loving opinion of yourself. So, just wanted to put that out there in case you're tempted to be like, oh yes, like once I read 50 books this year, and once I get X, Y, and Z, and I win a job, and I do all these things, and I check them off the list, then I will finally be happy and be able to love myself. Like, don't do, you can do the things on the list like if you really want to and you like your reasons, but if you think that self-love is automatically going to come from that, I have to say it doesn't, especially if you are using self-dislike or hatred to get there. You won't just magically switch. You do what you practice and you, and everyone knows that from being a musician, right? You perform how you practice. The same thing here. You feel how you practice thinking. If you practice thinking neutral thoughts, you'll feel more neutral. And maybe that's just a little bit better than feeling bad, right? If you practice really amazing thoughts and you can get there and believe them, you'll feel amazing. Maybe not all the time because we're humans, but it'll definitely improve. Now, I have a new offering that I'm so excited about and I want to tell you about. I have come up with a program to change your relationship with your instrument or slash your career in 30 days. And this involves three one-on-one sessions. This involves some uh, other supplemental materials. But this idea that we're just kind of at the mercy of how we play and we sometimes love it and we sometimes hate it as though we don't have control over it, you do. And if you feel anxious when you pick up your instrument, when you feel not good in the practice room and you want to change that relationship, this is 100% for you. It is 30 days. So if this is something that you think you'd be interested in, I'll have a link in the show notes for you to sign up for a discovery call. And 
what that does is we meet and we talk about it and see if you'd be a good fit and if you don't think so then that's fine too then we just talk through your problems for an hour and it's great and amazing and I I just love talking with people about this because I think it's so important so if you are interested um, click the link in the show notes to sign up for a discovery call and I'll see you there all right I will see you next week with part two of our self-love series